You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. It's news time now. Shelly is here with us. Did I just smack my lips? Somebody just reach over here and hit me right in the oysters because I deserve it. Shelly, <laughs> up to you. Coming up in the news. Wait, what happened to the pygmy goats? And the big change of command happening tomorrow. It's all brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More. Your ultimate cannabis culture shopping experience. Ask about their loyalty program at four locations. Pitbull, tobacco, and more for locals by locals. Yes. So today's Groundhog Day. Puxatawney Phil did his annual event in Pennsylvania earlier today. And ladies and gentlemen, we have to wake Phil up. And to wake Phil up, we're going to do a chant. Phil, Phil, Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, Puxatawney Phil. This is going to be a bit different because you're taking advantage of me and I'm not putting up with it anymore. Oh, hold on. Wrong <laughs> Phil there. Dr. Yeah. Phil. Dr. Phil, Puxatawney Phil. Funny that he quit yesterday. I know. On timing. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired of being associated with that groundhog. Right. Puxatawney Phil has predicted six more weeks of winter. During the annual Groundhog Day celebration, people gathered at Gobbler's Knob as members of Puxatawney Phil's inner circle summoned him from the tree stump at dawn to learn if he has seen a shadow. And they say he did. Which means, according to folklore, if he sees a shadow, there will be six more weeks of winter. If he doesn't, then spring comes early, which is what they're expecting for the groundhog around here to say for today. The annual event in Puxatani originated from a German legend about a furry rodent. The 2021 and 2022 forecasts also called for six more weeks of winter. Yeah, but now that everybody shaves... We don't have nearly the number of furry rodents available to make these predictions. That is true. Uh, By the way, some people celebrate Groundhog Day by cooking groundhog stew. People braise their groundhog and include vegetables, bacon, and seasonings. This would be like sausage? Groundhog? I guess. Yeah, 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 it's got to be. Clearly not the animal. Well, side note on all of that, as we do have a couple zoo-related stories this week. Uh, Sadly, around here, the big story was losing the giraffe, Billy, at our local zoo over in Norfolk. Uh, The story of the missing monkeys, though, from the Dallas Zoo has been in the news all week, which they found the monkeys. The monkeys are back home. In fact, the headline today was that they're snuggling and eating, so monkeys doing good. But the latest zoo story is from Mexico, where investigators said the former director of a zoo in southern Mexico killed and cooked four of the zoo's pygmy goats and served them up at a Christmas party. I am so sorry that I laughed when I heard this, but you know, in most of the world, goat is an, is a, a food animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, one way or the other, whether it's goat's milk or goat's meat. But yeah, but yeah. The, the pygmy ones, they're the little ones. I know, they're delicious, apparently. Jose Ruben Nava Lord. was replaced as director of the zoo on January 12th following yeah. the death of a deer there. Later investigations found that some of the animals in the zoo's collection had allegedly been either sold off, traded, or eaten right. under his orders. Yeah. The state environment department said a zebra was traded for tools and deer for, for deer and Watusi cats. We're also traded off. So. Wow. It makes you wonder how much of it ended up being barbecued. I mean, <laughs> clearly not the reptiles, but those big animals they're are probably delicious. Taking out the, the I mean, the deer, okay. Yeah, yeah. But the, they're taking yeah. out the pygmy goats. The pygmy goats, who are, those are the yoga goats, I think. Yeah. Fantastic Christmas dish. Come over. Come and, on uh, over. Let's have some Serve it goat. all up. <laughs> Wouldn't you be suspicious if you were invited to a party from the zoo and you're At eating some weird animal and... That animal is also missing from the zoo. Like that'd be if they told me what I was eating. Yeah, true. Yeah, but I mean, true. in southern Mexico, they might eat goat with regularity. I don't, oh, know. I, know. I don't know. Maybe he passed it off either. to something else. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I, so maybe. I just looked up like uh, one of my favorite Indian restaurants around here. They still they have goat. 
Okay. You can get goat curry. Sure. You know? yeah. Sure. It's yeah. good. I've had it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. The only it thing I don't just, like is it's bone in. So there is a you lot. Know, of, you might like bone in. <laughs> there's a lot of suspiciousness. That's all I'm saying. But we do go from Mexico to New Mexico, where the Associated Press said the sweet smell of green chili roasting on an open flame permeates New Mexico every fall. And now one lawmaker wants everyone to wake up and smell the chili. That's their clever way of saying the uh, senator is proposing that roasted green chili become the official aroma of New Mexico. Legislation. I know, right? Legislation that would make it happen has passed its first committee. Supporters say it's not likely to fire up much debate. I mean, who's going to vote against our official aroma? Okay. New Mexico produced more than 60% of the U.S. chili pepper crop in 2021. It's home to agricultural villages uh, known as the chili capital of the world. All right, 366-9999. What would be the official aroma of around here? I always think, yes. because when I went to see Death Clock at the Norva, yeah. he said that Norfolk smells like popcorn. So I always really? think somehow we smell like popcorn. But I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because yeah. there would be the popcorn that smells like feet. I but don't then know. there's also the popcorn that smells awesome. So yeah, like burned wasn't, popcorn. wasn't sure if I was going to be offended. That I'm not. going jet fuel. Yeah. Jet fuel is a unique smell. Uh, there's a lot of it. Some would say too much. Some people complain. Some people say it stains their roof. I don't know if that's really true, but might, I'm going jet fuel. Might be the official yeah. noise of our area. Although, yeah. as a guy that's fished the Elizabeth River a few times, mm-hmm. you know, that cannery down there is uh, wicked strong. There's that. There's the uh, <laughs> that, that old oyster shell smell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's the, oh, it's the ocean. Arr. Again, the well, ocean. How c- the river. How could we not? Yeah the ocean yeah, as the our smell, smell of the ocean here. yeah the salt air yeah Arr. although does that really work for yeah. you know suffolk or whatever right, right. <laughs> like if we're talking the whole area no i get it i completely get it i'm gonna grab these calls coming up here in just a little bit okay all right all right yeah. well back here i'll, I'll cover yeah, the uh <laughs> I'll cover the serious stuff right here. The world's largest naval base. Our naval station, Norfolk, is about to have its first black woman as a black woman as a commanding officer. Captain Janet Days will take command as Naval Station Norfolk's 51st oh, commanding Janet. officer in charge of command. Uh, it's a change of command ceremony happening tomorrow, according to Ten on Your Side. Throughout her career, she served aboard various ships, including USS Simon Lake, USS Mahan, and the USS Forrest Sherman. All right. Uh, Rumble. Uh, the official smell is low tide. Yes. <laughs> low tide. That nasty, muddy, mucky smell. That yes. is a good one. That is good. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we're expecting a statement today from the lawyer representing Richneck Elementary School, the principal at the elementary school where a six-year-old student shot his teacher in front of his class last month. The teacher recovering, by the way, but the superintendent's been let go. The principal of the school has been reassigned, and we now know that the attorney, Pamela Branch, will hold a press conference this afternoon in Richmond mm-hmm. to issue the principal's first statement since that January 6th shooting. With this, 10 on Your Side says a trove of documents obtained by 10 on Your Side do shine some light on teacher fears and parent warnings before the shooting. If you want to see the, they've compiled a listing of emails on the wavy.com website. Really? Right. Speaking of trove of documents, though, the FBI did not find any documents with classified markings during a search of President Biden's Rehoboth Beach, Delaware home. That, according to his lawyer. Wow. The search lasted about three hours. The Department of Justice did take some materials and handwritten notes from Biden's time as vice president for further review. Mm-hmm. But the one place he didn't have documents, the beach house. All right. Yeah. 
Uh, elsewhere, back in our school systems, Governor Glenn Youngkin asked House and Senate budget leaders to include the necessary resources in their spending plans to address that little human error in the state. Uh, the state provided formula that led local school divisions to expect more state aid than they were set to receive. Over all of Virginia, they were set. The school systems were set to receive 201 million more than they were getting. The Department of Education earlier this week disclosed the error. They said it was in a spreadsheet that it makes available to local divisions. Uh-huh. A mistake led to a funding calculation that were overly gener- generous, a difference of $201 million statewide over two fiscal years. The good news is, though, because of Virginia's flush financial situation, the schools aren't going to have to suffer. But- yeah, well, wait a second, though. Let's back this up for a second. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. $200 million uh-huh. existed on a spreadsheet only. Yeah. Previous to that, did we have the $200 million? Well, what happened was the miscalculation happened because of a yeah. failure to account for the eliminated eliminated state grocery tax. So that probably okay. was still a line on the spreadsheet, the right. state grocery tax. And then when you take that out, I know. $201 uh, million I get left. that, but it's still, it's still pie in the sky. It's still a budget. Yeah. It hasn't been spent yet. So they can't just send them a memo and say, look, we can't do this now. Redo your budgets. Yeah. No? I don't know. (laughs) We've decided we're going to spend our money on this. Pay grade, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the the way they're talking. Let's break into the kids' piggy bank. Get (laughs) that out. Spend money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's money that we used to have. Right. So previous budgets contained it. Mm -hmm. So if they did strike it. They were supposed to adjust it, and they didn't. Right. And now we can't. I guess I guess that ship has sailed somehow or another. We're still in. It's just February 2. Well, they did yeah. say that they wish they would have found it yeah. before December. Oh, okay. So, so then whatever maybe, happened in December, that yeah. all went into motion. Yeah. All right. So now we got to spend the money. I can tell you in budgets, President Biden. What an irony. I know. President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy met for more than an hour at the White House yesterday to talk about averting a national debt limit crisis. Yeah, I suppose we could be them. There was no quick progress on related federal spending action, but the Republican leader did call it a good first meeting. It was their first since the GOP leader took power in the House. President Biden's refused to engage in uh, any fights over lifting the nation's debt limit, warning against throwing the economy into chaos. But McCarthy was eager to launch some negotiations over slashing federal spending Mm -hmm. as a part of a broader deal. This happened the same day that the Federal Reserve raised its key interest rate by a quarter of a point, bringing it to the highest level in 15 years. As part of an ongoing effort to ease inflation by making borrowing more expensive. The rate increase will likely make it even costlier to borrow for homes, cars, other credit card purchases. Oh, eventually, yeah. But if you have money to save, you'll probably earn a little bit more interest on it. The latest rate increase is smaller than the Fed's half-point rate hike back in December. Its fourth straight three-quarter point increases happened earlier last year. The slowdown reflects the fact that inflation, while still high, is easing and some parts of the economy seem to be cooling, so they say. So they say. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, you know, and this too shall pass. Look, historically, the rates are still wicked lower than they were 25 years ago, 30 years ago. Have a look at 50 years ago. What what was the interest rate? They were double digits. Sure. That was crazy money. Crazy sure. money. I mean, was everything's it, an ebb and flow. I don't know how it all uh, works. This is all, again, yeah. above my pay grade like everything else. But is yes. it was inflation crazy like that, too? Yes. Or were you paying everything that was. much more for groceries and stuff? Because I saw the number I saw this morning was like 10.6 or something. There has been tremendous inflation in the past. Yeah. I mean, all of these things are economic problems. If, if people clear, 
there's such a debate over what good economic policy is. They can't even sure. decide on whether economics is a science or just throwing chicken bones. Because <laughs> everybody's got a, a theory. They're all sure. theories, you know, and what works at what time. Uh, all I'm saying is that if, if you can weather the storm long enough, it'll come around. That's all. Yeah. 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 The just, ebb and flow. You just got to hang in. That yeah. I'm with you there. As best it. you can. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, finally, this. I didn't have a story. I did have a fun fact. I feel like I'm ending sports right here. The Earth's circumference is 24,900 miles. Thanks. Around here, we've got a chance of rain <laughs> and sleet in the forecast. They were saying that yeah. some uh, sleet was coming down over here in Greenbrier. Would we get a text about right. Suffolk or something? Had a little bit of sleet coming down? It was. Rain. Lower. Nothing's going to stick. No accumulation or anything. Rain likely continuing. Cloudy skies otherwise. Uh, mm. High near 42. Northeast winds around five miles per hour slight chance of some rain as we go through the evening and overnight hours tonight 38 will be the low but then tomorrow we start off cloudy but the sun will come out tomorrow right a high in the mid 40s 37 is the temperature right now and i am shelly for rumble in the morning on fm 99